breaking news out of Foxborough, Massachusetts, where sources say Monday morning the heart and balls of a group of underachievers from Georgia was viciously stomped out and murdered for all the world to see for a second time. Who would allow such cruelty on television to beat a dead bird over and over? And if the main victim, Matthew Ryan, is a stepson, to literally beat a red-headed stepchild on live television. It was too gruesome to watch for a second time, too cruel that only a mastermind in hooded garb could scribe such a massacre. The public shaming was said to be at the hands of a master and pupil, and a hooded figure whom lives in the night, and his perfect accomplice, whom sources say has the handsomeness and killer instinct of a young Ted Bundy. There were 53 total victims and their goateed counterpart, which fell on this night, all clad in the appropriate white of a vanquished opponent. There were no survivors. The perps are said to be roaming the same area this Sunday, looking to victimize men wearing bolo ties to check it off their embarrassment scavenger hunt. More at 11. Quiet! Quiet back there! Now I present to you our captain, quarterback, Les Harbor. Let's hear it! Hey. Hey, you. Swear Kilmer gets off on this. It's made your brother a god. Well... I was lying in bed last night. <laughs> and uh, I drifted off to sleep and I had a dream that we were beating Bangville 14-3. But uh, I woke up kind of sad. But then I cheered up when I realized it was only a dream because I know we'll beat Bangville by way more than that. I feel like maybe I've started the show with that one before. Apologize if that uh, intro was not legendary as I had hoped it would be. I just do not have the prowess in editing, nor do I care to edit the the bit. Probably blew it. Don't care. Uh-huh. What's up? Malcolm Go Podcast. We are back again. This is October 24th. Uh, it is episode 37, post, uh, post-murder the Atlanta Falcons. They're finally dead. They're a dead team. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have killed them. Hath killed them. Tyler Trainer again with me. I should have introduced you. You're always with me now, so you're just my partner. The official co-host. I appreciate it. Yeah. I kind of want my name on the uh, on the podcast bear on iTunes, but whatever. I mean, we can talk about that later. We but can... I feel like I've earned it. Well, maybe. I mean, have you been on there? Have been on this fifty percent of the time? Once you get on fifty percent of the episodes, have you been on eighteen episodes or nineteen episodes? Oh, easy. I'm looking so? at thirty. 30? 30, yeah. Out of 37? Yeah. That's questionable. There's a couple preseason episodes last year. Are we counting preseason now? Counting every episode. All right. Well, if we're not going to count preseason, then maybe it's a little closer to uh How was that bit? I felt, I felt good about the bit. It was strong. I can't think about anything else. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I can think about yeah. is the bit. Uh, there was uh, two things that happened pre- pre-podcast. One was we worked on that bit for about a solid 8 to 12 minutes. Yeah, well. The other thing was... Uh, Setting to- up YouTube and fucking having it play in succession was not working out. This kept all fucking auto-playing siren sounds. And it still happened during the show. I, during the bit, I heard him. Fucking lasers going off. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, I couldn't I tell just fucking let it go. It. <laughs> I just let it go. I just fucking... I, I was nailing the lines. I was fine. Just no, let it go. Worked out. Yeah. My fuck, I can't, I can't think about anything else because I went to the dentist today. And I haven't been to the dentist in probably three years. And instead of just using regular utensils or tools that they usually use, they had decided to use a fucking jackhammer on my gums. <laughs> and they were like, we're just going to clean it. You know how they like clean it and brush it and all that? They didn't do any of it. It was just pure chisel bit. 
the fact that all they had was the chisel on my gums. Ah. I when I when I spit, it was just it looked like a fucking uh, like you were and somebody was committing suicide in a <laughs> bathtub. Ugh. Don't you? That's disgusting. <laughs> that's what happened. You almost throw up. <laughs> you got a weak stomach. I gag all the time. <laughs> I didn't know what you were gonna say. You want you scared? I should. I kind of suck. I don't know what. That make you throw up almost? A little bit. I get the teary eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Just when, walking by Sonny's room earlier. Oh, when he threw, threw up. up. Yeah. Uh, my son threw up by the, right before the show. So that made me. He's gag. a fag. <laughs> oh, you mumbling. You know you're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that. Cake eater. Oh boy, the Tyler, that was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't believe you, can, you I can't, have what? You can't heat. You have a very sensitive stomach. Yeah. I was just telling you about blood and it was going to make you throw up. It's just, it's not the blood as much as it's the spitting up it's blood. It's spitting into the, the, the cup and just fucking. You're just spitting into the cup. I was draining my bloody that's mouth. That's what I'm saying. And it's just drooling like off your tail. <laughs> 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 this is the last thing I need. I just cleaned up fucking awful, chunky milk oh. throw up. I have you throwing up because <laughs> I went to the wired. dentist. Uh, oh yeah, that's a hell of an afternoon. I had a I had a whole new afternoon. I I did a uh, some heat see yoga. That thing cut open and see that little Kentner boy spill out all over the dock. Is that a fresh one? <laughs> I did some hot yoga today over in Medford, Massachusetts. You did what? He's a fan. <laughs> it felt great. I, you know what? Leaving hot yoga, I understand. I almost was like, I think I might have to go vegan now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm in. I'm a hundred percent. I'm a yogi. What I really want to try is uh, floating. Oh, in the in the, this? the tanks. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested in the floating. Floating it says it right. clears your mind. I don't know. It seems very hip in California. I'm telling you, do some do some hot yoga. You get some nice meditation going on in there. Sounds nice horrible. soothing sounds. Anything is hot yoga for me. I can't fucking stand over fifty degrees without sweating to uh, death. Yeah, this is nine. I, my shirt was completely drenched. My hairy stomach was coming out at some points. Ugh. All the girls are just gorgeous. They all have the best bodies no, ever, no and lot. they're all just kind of looking over. I was in the corner thinking no one would look, but you don't realize hot yoga. You do a lot of turns like sideways and stare at the other sides of the room. Are you farting a lot? I hear there's a lot no. of farting in yoga. There, I did. There was an old guy near me that Brr. definitely like when went they're up. doing like the the. Feet over the head position. Yeah, exactly. He was on his back and pulled his knees to his chest and just let one loose. One hundred percent. That would be me too. That's awful. I. Uh, that was my biggest fear. One of my all-time moments. I was in eighth grade, and for you non-Massachusetts people, the MCAS test is MCAS is the test that you have to pass to graduate high school in Massachusetts. Standardized testing. Yeah. So you have to. You had to uh, pass it to graduate, and they started it when I was in eighth grade. In eighth grade, every you know everyone's super quiet. I'm in the front row. And my pencil rolled off my desk as I was like taking a break. I turned over, you know, I, I bent over to get my, uh, my pencil and just ripped a fucking gasser <laughs> as loud as you've ever heard. <laughs> Every single person shot to me. And there was this kid, Joe Vasipoli, sat behind me. And he was kind of like a thin, nerdy kid, fr- a lot of freckles, uh, always hair gelled perfectly. And uh, I, was, I just blamed on him as hard as I could. And nobody was taking the bait. <laughs> Not one person took the bait. And I, Joe was like, that wasn't me. What are you talking about? Everyone knows it was you. I was like, Joe, come on, Joe. Don't want you to make me look like an asshole, Joe. Uh, I still remember that to this day. It's like uh-huh. an eighth grade. No, Mis- you don't want to go to hot Mis- yoga. Yeah. Mr. Provenzano died, my social studies teacher. And I felt a, 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 a breath of fresh air after it ended. Um, so I felt, it felt like a person died that knew one of my, my biggest secrets. <laughs> um, so anyway, on to the game, the Atlanta Falcons, Patriots again, they've killed them. Uh, they're so far 
in their heads, even though the Falcons claim that they're not in their heads. They're so clearly in their heads. You can just tell Matt Ryan, like, they had that do those, like, weird angles because of the, the cameras were all messed up. So you could see Matt Ryan just dropping back, like, in the center, and he would throw balls. Like, Julio Jones would have his guy beat to the corner, and if he just threw the ball to the pylon, a couple of them, he would have an easy touchdown. Yeah, there was and a couple of you just, overthrow. Oh, it's just overthrew. bad balls. It was like, yeah, he doesn't look... Uh, he doesn't look like he was last year. Like he's no, just and off. I don't know if it's the coaching, uh, the Super Bowl, or if it's uh, Sonny's getting after it right I now. Know, on he's the trying buttons. to press every fucking button on my thing, <laughs> on my board here. Um, so anyway, yeah, yeah. He he overthrew Sanu in the end zone. He overthrew a couple balls that were like they weren't too bad. They were like a yard long. Nobody was really diving for the ball. Um, they were but, just, it was just, everything was off. Like they, nothing was working for them. But they, they came in there and they weren't going to lose that game. They were fucking, they, they were ready to just exercise the demons. They were going for, going for it on fourth down at the 50 yeah. in the first quarter, like you're on the road. It's yeah. not, you're not home. Which I honestly, I don't, I think, uh, I think more teams have to do that in general on the, fi- on the but, 40. I see it. Okay. Maybe it's a long field goal. You're you're not gonna. You know, it's boring to punt for field position. If you're there to win the game, go for it. Like if you're on the forty and you're still driving, yeah. but you stall. Like say it's like third and five, but fucking uh, and you and you get to fourth and five or something. But four, it was like fourth and eight from the fifty, and they went for it. They got it. Matt but, Ryan scrambled, right? Yeah, yeah, they got it, but still, you got one of them. And then they did it again the very next yeah. drive, and it didn't work out. It didn't it's work. Like, I don't know. They I were get just, it they were occasionally ready. to do it if you are you feel like your offense is moving that drive. Right. But just just have the strategy of, like, no matter what, we're coming out there and we're yeah, going like, for it. I wouldn't have been surprised if they scored early and we're going to go for two. Like, they were ready yeah, to fucking. That's definitely that, that coach, Dan Quinn, like, before the game going, we don't give a fuck what happened. We're going <laughs> for it for every every fourth down in the middle. It's like, yeah, relax, all the, buddy. All, all the players, yeah, yeah, well, I'll fight it up. <laughs> do, do Coach Quinn. I'll just go, do Coach Quinn. <laughs> Here's the thing. Everyone knows what happened. No one needs to say anything about what happened last year on that's that right. football yeah, field. That's right. No that's, one needs ahead, to say it. But here's what we're going to do. Go on, we're going to get our comeback this year. Fourth and 11, uh-huh. we're going for it. I'm uh, on 20. I don't fourth, care. Fourth and eight, we're going for it. We're going to blitz Tom Brady. We're taking him out of the fucking Yeah, we're going to blitz him. It's a Falcons football. Falcons Fal- football. <laughs> we're going to play Falcon football. Uh, uh, that is uh, my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Falcon Don't football. do it. Just play Falcon. I hope every team has that too. You can just say that about every team. Just play Bills football, <laughs> and that's all we got to do. What we, is? We've been we were born to play Bills football. All these fucking assholes from uh, Jacksonville that never uh-huh. heard of Buffalo before. Remember when Willis McGahee got drafted by the Buffalo Bills, and he had zero idea where Buffalo was. <laughs> I forget where the interview was, but they were like, uh, "Sir, you got drafted to Buffalo. You're excited?" He's like, "Yeah, California seems nice. <laughs> fucking no idea where Buffalo is." Um, so yeah, they came in there. They were dead. I mean, they had missed field goals. Uh, they got a blocked field goal. That blocked field goal was awesome. I know. Finally, you know, Cassius Marsh I, still struggling on the ugh. defensive end, but uh, clear special team standout. Belichick loves him. I don't get it. He just looks like he's unpleasant to look at as a human being. That <laughs> terrible hair, you know, every hair head and shoulders. He's not, he's one not time. built for the East Coast. No, he's it's, he's it's, a Southern California Seattle type guy. Shitty tattoos that he got when he was I in like high school. I like the NFL logo. Uh, he has the NFL logo. Oh, he's got the NFL logo. That's he, the worst tattoo he, of all time. Yeah, it's it's like that guy. Uh, what was his name? He was like he was like big for a couple of minutes. He, he dated Katy Perry, like allegedly, but he was like. He's the white guy that that James Franco movie was made after. He's like a, he's like a, the biggest wigger you've ever seen. Ah, uh, oh, sports name. player? 
No, he's a he's a he's Bird a rapper, Man? and he has the BET logo, the oh, MTV no logo, all tattooed on his chest. I mean, you can't not. Oh, you, Macklemore? No, it's did? not. He's not a real rapper. He's like a fucking buffoon. Uh, he's just a buffoon. It's like uh, I think he goes by Jody Highroller. I've seen him on uh, Boxstool a bunch of times. I forget I his real know. name. That's but. like the same type of move that like uh, after you run like the Boston Marathon, you get that jacket. Like you wear that jacket for the next like six months just so everyone asks you, mm-hmm. hey, did you run the Boston? Yeah. You're fucking obviously queer. you are just looking for someone to bring that up to you. Like uh, like uh, the guys that wear the um, the uh, the Gloucester greasy pole jacket. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a comic who has a who has a microphone tattooed on his arm. One of the worst uh, tattoos awesome. of all time. It's Riff Raff, by the <laughs> yeah. way, was his name. R-I-F-F-R-A-F-F. What a Riff terrible Raff. name. Google him. That's the guy that he reminds. That's what uh, Cassius Marsh reminds me of. Um, but so, I mean, I was happy. I was so proud of the team. I mean, I thought that they came to play all three phases. I was nervous going in. I was like, fuck, how are we going to stop them? No Gilmore, no Rowe. Um, and the defense really surprised me. Giving up seven points to... The reigning league MVP with all his weapons. And seven of those, I mean, that was seven points, but that came at the end of the it game. Garbage yeah. time, seven points. That would have been would have been intercepted if it was anybody else but Julio Jones. Yeah. yeah I mean, oh, that ball, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Butler, Butler had, that was ridiculous. Both hands on the football yeah. gripped, and Julio grabbed it and just ripped it out of his hands because he's 6'4", or whatever he is. Yeah. And he just was taller and played big brother to him. It really was, did. Um Without without that, Butler has an interception, and that was a shutout. Um, but the defense really came to play. It was fucking. I mean, the Falcons really just couldn't get the offense going. But the Patriots were reading all their fucking plays. They knew everything that they were gonna do. Um, stuff to run decently well, like pretty I good. Mean, they, stuffed, I mean, they ran a little bit at the beginning, but then they kind of held them pretty much. Yeah, for they, the rest they of looked the game. better. I mean, David Harris came on, and I thought he played really well. Big improvement over. Um, Landon Roberts. Roberts. Uh, I just thought he came in and, and was fucking laying people out. He's slower, but he's he knows where he's going. He doesn't. That's the thing. He doesn't He'll use get, extra yeah. paces. You no. know what I mean? Like he doesn't he doesn't bite on a uh, every play he action. Bite ever. on a play action, so he doesn't have to make up no. extra you know plays. He's not. He's also not playing sixty plays a game. If he's in there for thirty, he's getting to where he needs to be every single play. Yeah. He doesn't make mistakes. He's just a, a strong, smart. Linebacker that they need Old on the school field. school middle linebacker. Yeah, Ted Johnson hit. type. Yeah. Just fucking closes out the block or destroys a fullback. You know, just breaks face max. The type of guy Paint you would Snot bubble, snot bubble, snot bubble. <laughs> yeah, like you wouldn't want to be caught like in his like house banging his wife when he comes home early from a practice. Like that's the type of... He's like the type of scary dude. There's not many NFL <laughs> players I'd want to be doing that to. Except for a kicker, maybe. Yeah, I feel like I could take him and Dole if it came down to it. Like if uh, I was... He's a pretty boy? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, probably tough in that situation, he's I mean... Texan. Yeah. He's a tough Texan. It's weird to fight Cole man. But... Yeah. So handsome, though. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess yeah. his face up. Um, I'll tell you who uh, impressed me the most was... Uh, was there's a couple of players, Batamosi, who teams refused to throw at for some reason. It's Batamosi Island. I know it's um, weird. Again, they attack Butler. I mean, I guess two games when in a you're row. covering Julio Jones, and, but catch. last week was weird. Last week was the they Jets. don't really have a receiver that's good. Jets and the Jets. they could have thrown to anybody. They were all kind of mediocre. Didn't matter who no. who, who the guy was on. They're like, well, doesn't matter who we're throwing to because there's going to be a decent quarter, uh, decent cornerback on a average at best wide receiver. So they were just throwing to whoever. Um, but no Gilmore, no Rowe. You got Batamosi and fucking John Jones and Malcolm Butler playing corner, 
and they really shut him down the yeah. whole game. I mean, Batamosi can get off a blocker and tackle better than almost probably as good as Butler. Yeah, he does definitely like to hit, which is I mean, that's the best thing about him yeah. is that he does. He gets off blocks and he makes plays um, in the run game, which is huge for this defense. It's a staple of a Belichick uh, cornerback. You have to be able to get off the blocks and hit. Um, that's why, you know, they wouldn't pay Asante Samuel any money because no. he wouldn't fucking tackle. He's only wanted to make – he would always jump on fucking interceptions. Um, Probably where they let Revis go, too. Revis definitely doesn't – Well, Revis was a pretty good tackler. Browner was a good tackler. He tackles when he wants to, but he, he's not – yeah. He doesn't like to get his nose dirty. All no, the he time. doesn't dive into piles, but he'll tackle one on one. Yeah, he. I mean, but um, yeah, Batamosi looks like he wants to jump up there and make hits. Um, Kyle Van Noy, yeah, his best game Easy. as a Patriot easily. Uh, he read that fucking jet sweep perfectly. That was such a bad play because they didn't have a running back in the backfield. They so didn't? no, it was it was an empty had. formation with no back in the backfield, and they ran. The guy coming across formation, so there's no threat of any of the DNs to have to be like, all right, well, maybe they run this guy in the Jeff sweep, and then they come inside, so I can't go too far upfield. It's like, no, there's no one in the backfield, so come, you can just jet right out and tackle him without even looking. Perfect. It was such a bad play call. It was ah, that was ugly. That was the end of the game right there, and uh, that was bad. I saw Van Noy's wife in the concourse, and I will say it again: definitely best looking wife on the team slash girlfriend. Yeah, I guess I, I got to catch up. She's huge. She's like 6'1". She's got to be 6'1". Ooh. She might have had six-inch heels on, but she's she, she was at least six feet. She's taller than me, towering over me really? at 5'10". Yeah, and I saw her, uh, you know, she was about five feet away from me. I was going to put in a word. Uh, I wanted, I didn't want, I, you know, Kyle Van Noy didn't have his best game as of yet, so I was I was ready to put in put in my uh, a play, Yeah, as, as they say. Yeah. I don't know. See how it goes. Um, you know, Cassius Marsh, he, you know, he played well. He didn't. He yeah, got yeah, a, right. he, he lost contain a couple times. Still, he runs past the quarterback all the time. Yeah, he does not understand contain. He wants yeah, to get a sack only. Matt you Ryan know? scrambled a few different times for big gains. Yeah, right through where Cassius Mars is supposed to be because mm. these guys over pursued constantly. Um, you know, they I, you can't run past the quarterback as a D end, and no. he was just doing it all the time. Uh, that's the one thing he has to work on. Everything else, I think he's getting getting good. He's killing it on special teams. Uh, you know, he's always at the tackle. Yeah. Uh, he blocked a field goal this week, killed it. Uh, that was him who blocked? I didn't see that. It was yeah. him. That's yeah, he blocked it. I think he got the fumble, too. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But, he. I mean, he seems like everyone loves him on the team. He was fucking yapping on Twitter on somebody the other day. He had some uh, – he was speaking Ebonics to somebody. Um, he was someone like, was trashing him on Twitter? Uh, yeah, somebody was trashing him on Twitter and Cassius Marsh, who I don't think is above searching his name on Twitter to find the haters. Like <laughs> <laughs> It went right after him. But he's like, fuck you, bitch. I bet you was on my dick last week. <laughs> oh. uh, and I was like, oh, no. No, Cassius, How about no. uh, your, boy, your, uh, your boy Chung just today? Uh, I love Chung today. Fuck, That's one thing. Chung. So Chung went after the media because basically they were like asking if Gilmore was going to talk because uh, Gilmore had practiced today. And uh, he was like, fuck you, he ain't talking or something. It sounded like it was serious. I didn't hear the audio, only saw it on Twitter. And, uh, you know, good for Chung. I liked Chung before, now I love Chung. I've always liked Chung. Because I fucking, um, I can't stand, I can't stand the media that has to, like, they have to find, they have to find the chink in the armor uh, of of the Patriots because they're so, like, you know, tight. They're such a tight team that can't be, like, broken up and everything's held in the locker room and nobody gives you an inch. 
So they always have to find if they find something, they'll stick to it forever and won't let it go. Like, I mean, for, That's inst- nice thing for instance, that. I want to say like when the Hernandez thing came out first, I was like, oh, first of all, I was like, obviously he didn't kill anybody. That's crazy. <laughs> That's why would you do that? You're a billionaire. <laughs> uh, but like the minute it happened, it was savage. Like everybody was. I mean, obviously they turned out to be right on yeah. this, in this rare instance. So maybe it's a terrible example, but they were just like circling like vultures. I'm trying to think of another. Like they'll go after like Gronk for in, his, like injuries, or um, say like maybe it's time to get rid of him. They'll just always circle on like one weak point, trying to get somebody like, hey, do you think it's time for like Gronk to maybe call it quits, retire, or uh, move away from Rob because he gets hurt a lot, or like when Brady and the, the Patriots lost uh, to Kansas City in 2014, they were thinking, well, maybe Brady, it's time's up and it's time to move yeah. on to Garoppolo. So they'll and fucking circle get... on that. The quarterback's not good. The quarterback's not good. And on the way to the fucking on to Cincinnati game, uh, on, my, on the way to the on to Cincinnati game, they were, uh, Mortensen was on. We're on to Cincinnati. And uh, he was nice saying. Nice little filler. We yeah. need to get to that button. <laughs> yeah, I, I was stuttering through it trying to get to the button. <laughs> In time, um, so he was like, he was saying. I remember uh, he was like, "Oh, Brady is fight. He's fighting with people in the locker room. He was, uh, he was, he, he hates the playbook. He doesn't want to be part of the team anymore. And the Patriots might be looking to trade him." And I was like, "There's no fucking way." And that's why that crowd was so fired up. I'm telling you that he was getting Brady chance all night because of it uh, in the on to Cincinnati game. We're on to Cincinnati. I think most. Uh... Like when stuff starts going weird, or another, you hear like these random coaches from like the Jaguars give like a two minute like sound bite where he's just like going off about everything. He's like, "You off Andrew Wines? You don't ever get that from the Patriots, so no. it's weird. They like they the media just ends up like you'll never get itself. a T Y Hilton moment where uh, yeah. like he had this week where he said that the offensive line sucked. Like yeah. he blatantly said that. Yeah. It, like that was the exact like verbatim said. Why they, why did you lose? Why did you get shut out by the fucking Jaguars? Or whoever the fuck they played, and he was like, "Well, the off line, offensive line sucked. They need to block." <laughs> That's your fucking starting wide receiver says that, and you you just fucking you can't say that to the media. That's yeah, you, unless you're just like uh, it's just not a, like it, that dude. What's that guy's name? Mike um, Rice Reese Mike from Reese, ESPN. Yeah. Unless you're him, who's just straightforward every day and just like kind of doesn't does, speculate anything, no, and he just says what he says, and he's actually pretty good to follow on Twitter. I love unless you're him, like. Imagine being like a a guy who just likes to pick up like sound bites like of like inner team fighting like compare this dynasty to like if you could have been there during like the Shaq yeah. Kobe Laker years like if you're a reporter then it's just day in and day out you have Talking something awesome shit. to talk about you don't have to talk about the games at all or anything like that the Washington Wizards it's bringing the, guns yeah. to the locker room exactly it's the exact opposite of what you get from no, the Patriots it's, it's a boring locker room that's going to give you the same benign answers yeah. constantly so. Uh, you know, when they start to attack the players, the players fucking defend themselves. I mean, sure, there's a there's the fans too, and I say fans with a Z because they're the chumps that fucking wanna. They have to find again. They have to find. They need a uh, a person. They need a one guy. They need to always direct their hate at. And like it happens with the Red Sox with like David Price. If it's like a high priced guy that comes in. Uh, they love to like pick on him if he's mm. struggling or learning or whatever. Like in this case, I'd say Gilmore's learning, and in Price's case, I think he's not underperformed but hasn't performed up to like 
probably his contract, which is fucking outrageously. Yeah. Baseball is yeah, yeah but mean. it doesn't matter. So like baseball doesn't matter. But like say you're you're dealing no, with a sal- salary cap in football, and people want to pick on somebody. They see that they're cl- completing passes. They go to the guy that should be there, not letting up one pass. They say, "Oh, well, Gilmore sucks." It's the reason they suck. This is because Gilmore sucks. He's he's way too high priced. Nobody wants to play around him. But to see Chung come up and defend him is awesome because that means that they all have each other's back. Yeah, that you means would, not they're not accurate at each other. They actually do like each other, which yeah, is obviously yeah. Because I I do worry. Like I was worried with the Revis thing that that they were um you know they bring in bringing in an outside guy and paying him more than you know paying him more than your current starters that McCourt, yeah yeah like, like they caught like they paid him more than yeah exactly McCord was getting paid at the time or like. Vince Wilfork was getting paid at the time, so there was like captains on that team that were on the team for years and built the defense. And then you come and you pay a free agent all this money to come in when like your whole your whole uh, like system has been based on you know not the players, the scheme. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and football is one of those weird ones where like you do only have a certain amount of money to like give to certain guys. So if you do make a big mistake on a guy, it really does kind of hurt. Where it kills you? As I never understood when people like. Yeah, Price is getting like a uh, this baseball player is getting a two hundred million dollar contract, and he's not doing ball. It's like, well, the money doesn't really actually matter in baseball. Yeah, you like, why would a you zillion care? Dollars. Yeah. Where football, it's like, well, it, that it, that could have been like two other players that they could have had. That yeah, and that's huge. the one argument to Gilmore is like you could have had Jason McCourty, or you could have kept Logan Ryan and had another, you know, like a defensive end. Yeah, you could have kept like Jabal Sheard and Logan Ryan at his price. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, you got to give Gilmore time. So it's it's. You got to give him time to adjust. I think he's getting it. I mean, he was out the last two weeks, but I mean, if you see, if you see the team, the defense lag this week, you're gonna hear it even more. It's probably gonna get louder because the defense got better the last two weeks. Yeah, well, you got to figure they only went up. They had what the second half of the or the last three quarters of the Jets game and the first three quarters of the Falcons game zero points on the board. So yeah. that's uh, he went what six quarters. That's a good sign after, especially. I have to, might have to say, I heavily speculated that the Patriots defense was not going to figure it out this year whatsoever. You were, I, might have, I might have jumped the shock a little bit. might have panicked a little bit. Everybody's entitled to a panic, a panic button now yeah. and again. Um, so everybody gets a panic button. Um, so I would say don't look now, but the defense has given up 20 or, or less, uh, 20 or less four times this uh, year, where they only give up 33 times. And over the last three, averaging 12.6 points per game on defense. Well, it's pretty, against, I mean, they held Matt Ryan to like 233 yards passing. Like yeah, and it would have been like one. It was like 150 yeah. midway through the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, they had him under 100 yards rushing if it wasn't for Matt Ryan's scrambles. And they, they outplayed them in every facet of the game. The defense was ascending. But like I say, um, I think the defense is going to take a step back this week anyway. The news today, Hightower is going to be out this week. Um, you know, just when the team's kind of playing fast and playing tough together, it's, you're going to lose your captain of your defense. So it's kind of going to it's going to affect them. I don't know if it's going to kill them, but it's going to affect them against the Chargers. Um, so we'll see exactly how it plays out. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Gilmore get a ton of blame if uh, you know the defense gives up yeah. 25 points or and like another 300 yard passer. And this is definitely one of the best offenses they're going to play. I mean, maybe Phillip so Rivers, far this year. Philip Rivers doesn't quit. Uh, <laughs> I love Big Phil. He's one of my favorites. 
his big bolo, his bolo tie. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna show up and he's gonna his play. His fourteen he, kids, they're they all gonna be in the stands. Yeah, he doesn't. He he fucking he rented out section one hundred and five. Yeah, to have all his kids in there. He's old school. He's from uh, I think he's from Utah, right? Oh. I'm pretty sure he's like a Utah like Mormon because I know he no when he lived he's in San Diego, big time Christian. Oh, Christian, that's what he's made a big time Christian. Uh, Mormons aren't Christian. He went to be. Are they? I don't know. They might be. I don't. I have no clue what Mormons. I think are. they believe in. Uh, a guy from Buffalo that found plates. Oh, that's right. They're like a but new. They do religion. like Je- they do like Jesus, but it was invented. They they believe that Jesus was in the United States and left plates oh. for this guy. Oh, so there's a new Jesus. So they have a new no, Jesus. Same, like, same Jesus. Jesus came but back he, again. He, no, I think original Jesus was in the United States. Oh, and left golden plates or something for somebody in Buffalo to find. I have no idea. There's not many Mormons up here, so mm. I don't, I did see the Book of Mormon on uh, in theater though, and um, that's what that was the gist of it. Was basically they the had Book that, of Mo- with Denzel Washington. I think you're thinking of something completely different. No, that was the Book oh, of the Eli. Book of Eli. <laughs> book of Mormon is the South Park. Uh, oh, the South Park. Yeah, yeah. Play. The, the play. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's hilarious. And uh, you know, it's all about the Mormonism. And yeah, so basically, a guy in like upstate New York finds golden plates, which he lied about clearly. Like, oh, well, I don't want to say it. allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Not that he's gonna fucking say anything. I think it's could ju- damage a lot. It, it was. It was like. Regular American name like John Smith or Joe Smith or something like yeah, that. John's, yeah, John. That sounds right. Something like that. John Smith. He found like golden plates in his backyard that had extra commandments on it or something like that. Oh, the final two. Yeah, he had. Thou shalt not drive over forty-eight miles an hour. Thou shalt fuck <laughs> bitches and have multiple kids um, with many many that, wives. This doesn't seem that old. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking. Yeah, he chiseled yeah. it. Yeah, using a paper clip on a fucking tin foil plate. Uh, Is it a racer mark on the... <laughs> <laughs> that one's no good. That one's no good. Um, it, yeah. This is going to really damage our 12 to 14 Utah listeners that we have. This, like, this could be it. This could be the end big of it. into the fuck. Yeah. Our, uh, our Venn diagram of Malcolm Go listeners slash Mormons is very minimal, so yeah. I'm not too worried it's, about it. It's shrinking yeah. day by day. At the second. Speaking about listeners... I actually thought I knew Noah from California. Let's try and trash him a little bit. Apparently, no. Noah just seems like he's a good guy. Noah, fan of the show. Yeah. Mal- original Malcolm Goer. Shout out, shout out Noah. Had a, had a son uh, recently, George. Shout out, George. A solid name for a kid. Yeah. I mean, a r- real man's name. Uh, I'm trying to play if I have some, uh, uh, a nice... Um, I don't have anything that I could yeah, play yippee, for Yippee, George. <laughs> I don't have anything. Niggas is wildin'. That's fine. No, uh, I def- I thought I, I thought Wait I was minute, getting. Uh, Here's what people around here think your neighbors named their daughter Belichick. I don't want to talk about it. That work? I don't know. It's Maybe. not bad. Uh, Thirty Rock, my favorite show. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's move on to a little bit of the offense. How uh, impressed are you by Dion Lewis? Just taking. The number one running back by uh, spot by storm. Been saying it for weeks on this goddamn podcast. They get Dion Lewis the ball is back a lot more. Who's back of the week? I hated Dion Lewis is back, baby. I hated when they uh Shifty. they gave the ball to Gillisley on the goal line. Was it the goal line? I think it was the goal line. Yeah, yeah. They he did. got stuffed. He just give the ball to Dion in every quote like short yard situation. He never gets tackled. Mike Gillisley deserves a panic button after the fumble last week. Slapping on him. That's a panic button for Mike Gillisley. Um, you know, Dion Lewis is just a better player. It's his all-around better player. He's, yeah. He's untackable, if that's a word. He no can't way. be tackled in the first attempt. 
Um, he always gets – he'll get wrapped up and somehow gain like three extra yards every time. He's just too slippery. Yeah. It's crazy. See, same thing, same media like four weeks ago was saying – you know, Patriots are just going to trade Deion Lewis. Yeah, he's not getting rid of touches. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what's the point of him? He's not even doesn't deserve to be on the team. He's the best running back on the team. I don't it's, not even anyway. close. it's not close. 2015 told you all you needed to know. They fucking signed him to like a futures deal as like a throwaway. Nobody even heard about him throughout, uh, you know, preseason camp. They hit him, and then he comes out against the Steelers and is like fucking three touchdowns. Was the starting running back? They had Blunt then. They had him. Yeah. They want Dion Lewis to be the starter on this team. He tore his ACL. He just couldn't play. You know, he couldn't play. Didn't he have both of them? Yeah, he has t- torn his knee. I think several times. Because he went one year tore an ACL and then came back last year. Last year he was. Oh, he was coming back from. He was that coming other back one. from his yeah. ACL right. last year. He tore it the previous year when he was dominating everyone. Yeah. He was. Ridiculous. He was like when he was like the star. He was the the bell of the ball, as they say. Yeah. He was. He made that one play in Dallas where he ducked like seven yeah. uh, linebackers. It was the first that. time we were like, we have the best running back since Curtis Martin on this, this guy. Is unbelievable. Yeah. He can't be tackled. No. He's so shifty because the Patriots have never had an ex- haven't had a re- an exciting running back. No, that were I mean I guess Lawrence Maroney is the last one I can think of that was kind yeah. of exciting. He would no. He yeah, like Ben Jarvis Green Ellis isn't making no isn't building frills. a tent in the pants. No, when he gets not. the ball. He's very fucking no frills, run straight and fucking yeah. don't fumble. Corey Dillon was a little bit. I mean, he was nice. Even him he though, he's not yeah. flashy. He no. was fucking just a bull. They haven't had like a they haven't had a shifty guy like that ever that no. I can remember. Even Kevin Falk, who's like your receiving back, he, I feel like he never had. Maybe any Woodhead moves. was kind of flashy. Yeah, a little bit. He Woodhead was, like, was a little uh, you know, he, I, like I'm talking about like a jump cut type guy. No. Woodhead is probably the closest they had in the last 25 years that I can think of. I mean, Curtis Martin, Robert Edwards were up there. I get- it is nice uh, It is nice watching Devlin just clear a hole up. It's fucking... Uh, he's uh. such a classic, like, fucking hard-nosed, like, high school fullback yeah. that just fucking puts his helmet... Like that guy, he'll be like the poster boy for CTE because it's just, <laughs> it's just forehead on forehead, <laughs> eighty-five times a game. Yeah. He's not fucking protecting his head in any way. He's got the cowboy collar on, going straight ahead. Wait, so you, did you? You never watched the game like on TV, right? Well, yeah. Game. I mean, when they're in the away game. No, but this week because this week no. they did all the views because of the fog was so bad. They had to put the camera like right behind the running back, so it was like you're playing Madden. Almost, oh, you know what I mean? So you could watch, and you just watch Devlin like run through holes, and he would like jump over like a lineman and then just bury someone yeah, like, and right in the hole. It was you awesome. Hear the hits, yeah. Do you hear? You see the paint chips. That's line? why you could see Matt Ryan missing passes because you like write what Matt Ryan's looking at, and then you'd watch him like throw the ball and it'd be like, you know, just they were just that all. It's been pretty cool to watch. It was definitely cool. It was interesting. Sometimes it was good. You couldn't see any of the wide receivers do anything, yeah, because you could just see to like the tight ends and maybe the slot, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it was definitely different. It was definitely something we were like, wow, they should show this more often. Yeah, like a little bit of when uh, they have during to the game. Like, yeah. that'd be pretty kind of cool to see. Like, the you could like get behind the running back with uh, a fucking camera and just follow him that's, for a couple of plays. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was that sky cam was like right. That's what they had to do. Put it right behind the player yeah. every time. But it was awesome. It was really cool to, especially run plays are awesome to. Yeah, because they had two be. set up this time, and I guess it was the first time they ever did that. And they were talking about it because they had. They only usually have that one fucking XFL cam that they stole from Vince McMahon. Uh, oh, yeah. That fucking, they only had one camera. Now they do it with two, or they did do it with mm-hmm. two on Sunday night. And That's uh, why you could watch, uh, you watch Harris, like, drop into coverage a lot. Obviously, the middle yeah. linebacker, and he looked 
decent at it. Looked like he knew what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, it looked yeah. like he would try to find, like, turn the head, find receivers. Yeah, it was good. I mean, the, and again, the offense looks strong. I mean, they were playing a, it's the fastest defense in the league, I would say. Yeah. On a pure athletic stance. I mean, that was probably the fastest defense they're going to play. Um, they're not big, so that's why they were blowing them up in the fucking run game. That's their one big deficiency on defense is they have no size whatsoever. They got Dontari Poe, but he kind of played – Terribly, and see, I mean, David Andrews was and Shaq Mason were blowing him out of the uh, their entire defensive line out of the water. They have that one guy who's was the guy from Georgia that D line DN that's fucking nasty. Who's the DN they have that's like a oh, Beasley? Beasley, yeah, I, I think mean, he's from Georgia. No, maybe Clemson Texas or something like that. I don't but know. He Somewhere would, down there, uh, he had a good game. He got a lot of pressure on Brady a couple, but there wasn't Brady really didn't get hit too much. Uh, but he gets, did he get sacked? He got sacked once. It was like his he had fault. Wait, um, he had that that personal that foul. That may have been a. Uh, I don't know what that was really. It I, wasn't that bad. No, I didn't. I mean, I they showed it on the big screen. And, uh, everyone was like, got away with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there was a couple of calls that went against Gronk that shouldn't have. Like the that first classic Gronk pass interference every time when he was like slapping hands with the guy yeah. or something, and they called a pass interference on him. So that was kind of a. A giveaway. I mean, that was like a 45-yard pass that was caught that should have been, you know, should have been fine, and they took it away from because mm-hmm. Gronk was playing patty cake with a D-back. Yeah, that the one when he, like, jumped over. The, it was like a deep ball, and he kind of, like, pushed off a little. It wasn't it really look, anything. They showed it on the screen afterward, and it was like I, he put his hand on his chest for, like, yeah, half a even, second, yeah. but he didn't push. You it know? looks like, yeah, but, but it's it, Gronk, so they're yeah, going to they call Of course him. they will. It's uh, not that he needs it. He didn't even need the extra, like, no. inch or whatever, but. You know, Gronk's blocking, classic. Fucking Brandon Cook's riding him into the end zone. Oh, yeah. That, that, was, was, a, that was a nice little play. It was. They stole it from the Kansas City Chiefs. Did you see it? No. It was, like a, it was a, literally a mirror image, exact play they did with uh, Tyree Kill, I think. Oh, yeah? Not against a, the Pats? No, not against the Pats. Against somebody else. But it looks like... Sorry, I'm yelling. Um, but, like, that's, like, the second time they've done that this year. That we're, Not that they've been caught, because everybody does it, but, like... um. They they that's the second time they raided the the Chiefs playbook. Oh really? They did that with uh they did the play they did the play that they scored, Kareem Hunt scored or Tyree Kill I forget the one that they scored on against the Patriots like the long seventy five yard pass. Oh uh, yeah. They they used that play. Who'd they go to? New Orleans. Um, Burkhead. That might have been his last game. I think it was Burkhead, maybe. I can't remember at the time, but it was I think it was against New Orleans, and then they showed it was like that was the exact same play they got beat on. <laughs> So they did it again, that little uh, shovel pass to Cooks, which was sweet. He uh, rides Gronk into the end zone. It was a fucking perfect play. Um, yeah, the offense, they didn't look great, but they did what they had to do. They moved it when they needed to. They, I mean, I don't know. Did the Pats score again to end the first half? I think they did, right? Uh, it's like the fourth week in a row. Didn't the Falcons go for it right at the end of the half? The Pats got the ball back and oh, scored. Oh, went down. Yeah, they did. It's every. I mean, that's what happened with the Jets. It's just week in, week out. They score at the end of the first half. That's vintage. Routinely. Belichick trying yeah. to get the double score, but you know, or at least avoiding the double score is the best thing to do. Cause, yeah, exactly. Because charge. I mean, the Falcons had the ball and you were getting the ball at half, so you have to make the stop there. Because I mean, you're up whatever it was, like fourteen nothing, or was it twenty nothing at the time? I don't even remember. But it was. Uh, they were up big, and you know, you give up two touchdowns, they're right back in the game. 
So the whole time, even when it was twenty to nothing, I'm still shaking. I'm like, yeah, this offense can turn it on in a fucking hurry. It really, it was weird because they were up twenty nothing, but it's really just three scores, and there was yeah. the whole fourth quarter left. It didn't, and there was the yeah. the Falcons, who can, I know can score in like two seconds, right? They got the best wide receiver in the NFL. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, one of the best running backs in the NFL. You know, other good wide receivers. So I I was nervous the whole time. So I was happy how the defensive played, but uh, the fog was crazy. Um, or the fireworks, what Julio Jones thinks it was. I think it was the fireworks, if you ask me. The fireworks. What a cla- what a, that was me. What a classic Belichick and Patriots are in your head fucking oh, yeah. thing to say. Like, they were probably saying that at halftime. Like, well, fucking, I mean, Belichick obviously was lighting off fireworks. because Good move. And those muskets. Those yeah, muskets. Have got some hey, smoke coming you know out of the how much smoke's coming out of those muskets? They probably yeah. let people vape in the stadium. Just, they definitely let people. Just because yeah. we're going to throw some deep balls tonight. So it was probably the, the vape night at the Gillette Stadium. Everyone vape. So that we can get all the clouds Hand out up. free jewels yeah, exactly. to everyone. So that Julio Jones can't see the deep ball. The fucking moron doesn't understand how weather works. <laughs> yes. The, the fog I, that still hasn't left after three days. I was saying it was the uh, during the game. I'm like, wow, these fireworks. That's what I was saying the whole first quarter. I'm like, it just won't go away because they didn't really say anything about it. Yeah. The announcers. And then obviously it was the fog. That was that was weird. Fog gate. Fog gate 2017. Is the Patriots dominate you? Can like they they're come not up playing with a different thing play. besides fucking gate for everything? No, it's all it gate every, is uh, the only thing they can think it's of. It's the worst. Nobody it's so has annoying. Any, it means nothing anymore. No, nobody has any smarts. Nobody has any uh, creativity yeah. whatsoever. When so, gate first came out, presence got eliminated from the office. Now you can just put gate to fucking. Now it's about deflating footballs yeah, or a rat dragging a slice of pizza up a subway. <laughs> is that Pizza Gate? Yeah, I think. I don't think no, it was. Pizza Gate. Pizza Gate was when they were uh, molesting kids in a fake pizza yeah. place. <laughs> it's a little bit different than a rat eating different. pizza. Um, oh, I mean the fog was nuts. I mean, from my seat in the second uh, deck, I couldn't see the third deck, but it didn't affect the field to me at all. Uh, there was actually the worst fog I ever saw was. Had a game in California, Southern California. There was fog so bad we were on one side of the like the sidelines. You couldn't see the other sidelines, like you couldn't see anyone on the the ball. They'd run over there, and then you just hear the whistle, and the play would stop. You have no clue what happened. What like that was a in a Chargers game, San Marcos, California. No high school football. You went to a high school football game down in California. My cousin used to play. He was a long snapper. He was a hell of a long snapper. And on the high school team, so, you went to see that J Lo. We had uh, like, tell support me the fam every once in a while. Tell me how you did. That's what I was. No, I was there. I was there. Great snapping. You should have seen this. Snap. This is an electric snap. I bet it was. Sure, he didn't. Really, he wasn't really the tackling kind. You know, yeah. he didn't really like the, His helmet was shiny, nice pr- and clean. A prima donna long yeah. snapper. You could do his hair in the reflection <laughs> of his helmet. It was so nice. But he could snap that ball like no one. I bet like a bullet. Yeah. Um. So. That, yeah, the fog was nuts. I mean, it was um, like driving home was fucking crazy. I couldn't see shit. But uh, yeah, from what I saw on the TV, like the game film was completely useless because you couldn't see from the fit the cameras they were using. They started filming. I guess they said they filmed, they filmed the screen. The screen, yeah. Which I'm sure they'll get suspended. If you can't film the screen, yeah, exactly. Of course, sus- that's a- yeah. It will be uh, which our Patriots insider next week. We should talk to. Next week, our, we have a friend. We got a couple insiders. We got a couple insiders that are going to be starting to call into the show uh, starting next I a, week. I got a Chargers insider who works for the, uh, I always want to call them San Diego, so, but works for the Chargers organization filming the team. Super Chargers. And, uh, well, we got a rumor has it that uh, one of the wide receivers might have gonorrhea, and it's supposed to be a severe hindrance. To somebody. I don't want to say who it is, but his name nines with Meeman Mallon. Uh, I would bet 
You watch it. Watch him go into the pee, pee on the sideline and scream. Yeah, you'll, you'll, know, you'll know who it is real quick. Um, so, I mean, there was a what else came out this week? The Edelman book. Of course, I purchased that because I'm a sucker. Got it yesterday. Uh, as I like to do, I went uh, fumbling through the photos <laughs> and uh, didn't read a word of it yet. But I did notice one. Not really, you're thing. more of a picture book guy. Yeah, I'm more, I am pop up books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was reading it or reading it, looking at the pictures and like the first thing jumps out at me. I'm like, he went to uh, prom with a uh, black girl. I was like, that's, and he's like, my girlfriend, Jackie Rice, you might know her dad, Jerry Rice. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like wh- out of wit, like that doesn't Wait, come up ever. Like he, he went, dated, he dated Jerry Rice's daughter and took her to the prom. What was Jerry Rice? Still, he must've still been playing football. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because Rice played on the, yeah, Ra- he definitely the Raiders was. till what, like 2005? Yeah, he was still on the... He had to be on the Raiders at the time. Oh, Maybe shit. on the... Four, no, he was definitely on the Raiders because Edelman's about my yeah, age. Yeah, and he's from the... Bay. And, that uh, makes sense. That was like that year. That was probably the year the Patriots won the Super Bowl for the first time or a, a year after or something. So, I mean, he was dating Jerry Rice's uh-huh. daughter, which, how do you live in the same town as Jerry Rice uh, yeah. and live on the same street as him? And I think his dad was a mechanic. Like, I feel like Jerry Rice probably had a pretty nice house. Oh, yeah. I think Julian's dad was like a mechanic. Well, he's, that, yeah, he's, is he a mechanic? Really? Yeah, something like that. Well, I guess just squeeze. I got a few questions I got to ask. Yeah. I got a few questions for you, Jerry. I for guess when you you're Jules. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, he was, he apparently went to. I don't know if he went to school with her, but he dated her and took her to the prom. And uh, Jerry Rice, like, hung out with him, but never talked football. No, no, like they never, like he never would talk about football. Just uh, weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's a whole weird situation. I got to yeah. delve deeper into it. I just still think it's weird. But imagine the kids they would have. He's gonna be a quarterback who's going to a D one school to, on a scholarship, a and six. you, yeah, you never bring football <laughs> once. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a fucking the. They have the most receiving yards yeah. ever in the hey, history of the NFL. Here's a little you, tip and cover too. <laughs> never. You couldn't even jump. <laughs> just not one. The, not nothing. Not a friendly yeah. convo. Not yeah, once. Shit. Uh, so imagine what their kids would be like six five with fucking uh, a six five three cone, if I could, oh, wow. uh, so quick and six foot five dominant wide receiver. Some of the best hands of all time, Edelman, both of them. Yeah, all fucked up pinkies. Um, so that was crazy. So I'm gonna read through that book. I suggest everybody else does. We should get Tom E. Curran on the on the uh, show. He was on the horn. Yeah, he wrote. I believe he ghost wrote the book. Really, I mean Edelman probably gave him something. It was a oh, it says like a memoir by Julian Edelman, also Tom Curran. Oh, yeah, it, the writer Tom Curran. Um, it's weird that you put a book out while you're still playing. It is weird. Wait, Brady, I kind of get a little more, and his book isn't even about his career. Edelman's is kind of like about his career, but it's he's like not his biography in the league. Like, yeah. yeah, it is. It's like it's like a, I don't, yeah, it's like a midlife fucking biography when you've got more than half your life to live still. Yeah, no shit. They come up with a book when you're 70 and write it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you, you got to strike while the these, iron's hot. My yeah, friend. and with these Harvey Weinstein allegations, maybe you want to get out in front of the... You get, in you front of, get in front of it. Yeah. Might as well. Get your money while you can before you get, he winds up uh, booted out of the league for, well, some questionable actions in a Kansas City hotel room <laughs> back in... Uh, <laughs> 2014. It's just rumors on the Malcolm Go podcast. We don't wanna... We've seen Edelman. He doesn't say no to anybody. <laughs> no. We've seen photos. Yeah. Uh, so, this week, San Diego, or Los Angeles, I should say, the Chargers. Still, they're still San Diego to me. My they're going to move back. They I have to. Yeah, I think they're going to. I like that the NFL, they can't fill a fucking 25,000-seat tennis stadium. So, they're just like, you got to leave. You yeah. can't be here anymore. Well, not only that, it's like... 
the entire stadium they played the bro- it was all orange. Yeah. Like it was all Denver fans, the Eagles fans. It, they they don't play a home. It doesn't game. matter where they play. If they were in San Diego, the fucking Patriots fans were like that was a ninety different. to ten. But it's usually closer to like sixty or seventy percent Charger. Like it was mostly the Pats one was that was weird. That was just all Patriots fans showed yeah, up. I mean, it's a doubt. It's, it's not, a fucking Southern awesome city yeah, to visit to in go the fucking in winter. Big, but if they're playing, you know, it's not real. It's usually split more Charger fans. So yeah. they do have a fan base in San Diego. Just that stadium is fucking And L.A. is a terrible town. They don't care about any team. I mean, they have a team that had a little history there in the Raiders and the Rams. Uh, You know, if the Raiders move back there, I bet you they'd sell out every minute of every game. But the Rams are struggling. The fucking Chargers can't fill a fucking high school stadium. It's crazy. Uh, But, you know, they've won three straight. They have a sick defense. Uh, Ingram and fucking Joey, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa D's nuts. Um, nice little Buckeye right there. Yeah, he's fucking... His dad is a New Hampshire guy. Right. Uh, I think he went to BC, in fact. Went to BC, was a pretty dominant pass rusher in his own right. Went to the Miami Dolphins and stunk up the house. BC uh, had a nice little win over Virginia. It's starting to get together. I don't want to talk about BC. I'm, I'm a Cuse guy, and you know yeah, it. We need to do that. Cuse uh, had a big upset of Clemson a couple weeks ago. but yeah, That's uh, two weeks ago. You can't live in the past. They should have right? knocked off Miami this week, too. They, they blew it at the end. They had it on the road. Yeah. Just shocked the U. Um, but, yeah, so Patriots seven and a half points favorites. I like them. I like them in this game right now, even with the high tower injury. It's tough. I mean, they really don't ever cover. They covered this week, but they really usually played. They just win tight games. Well, Las Vegas is all over them now that they show like the defense showed up. Yeah, like they're all over them. Like because they're, they're 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 like Super Bowl odds went from like nine to one to like four to one. Yeah, they're right back up uh, there. Yeah, they were. Well, there's no good team. Like the Kansas City lost two straight. Yeah. Denver the Raiders sucks. looked better. The Denver Raiders sucks. are okay. Uh, Packers lost their quarterback. I mean, yeah. they're pretty much. It's yeah. It's like a, Dallas is like up and down. It's like Patriots, good. Dallas, Seattle. Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Those are the only teams. Pittsburgh, that, they look good. Those I guess are the only teams that matter. Defense, but still, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, the Chargers have a real good offense. Like, they, 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 they and offense Phillip is, Rivers is a beast. I love watching Phil. There's no, there's, if shot he wins, put, it's dumb, awesome because he gets real fired put, up. But when he motion. loses, yeah, exactly. He just throws it from weird angles. He yeah. t- it, but when he loses, it's like even better because he just goes nuts on the Eat refs. Shit. He has his helmet off. I don't know how he never gets that whistle, but he always has his helmet off yelling at the ref. Like every Sunday, if you flip on red zone, at some point you'll see it. He's saying some redneck shit, yeah. too. He's not fucking He definitely doesn't use say God either. So he's yeah. like, darn. gosh, darn it. <laughs> God darn it. Does, a, does a bull fucking in a china shop? Does, does a bear shit in the woods? He's always yelling at the ref. Listen, Gary, fucking. you're freaking mixing calls all over the place right now. <laughs> Gary, Gary, I asked you, Gary, was that not passing the fingers, Gary? God damn it, the corn and the buckwheat. <laughs> All right, Jesus. Chill. Relax. You, uh, you got to play 60 minutes against this team, and you got to have the short uh, passing game going, which they haven't been doing. I mean, they got it going a little bit. You know, they're mixing it in with, like, like sweeps and shit, like jet sweeps to yeah. wide receivers. They got to get quick passing games because these fucking defensive ends and uh, linebackers on San Diego can fucking ruin a game in a hurry. Yeah. Um, they got too much speed. Bosa's killing it yeah he's not a bust he's a legit pass rushing demon uh ingram decapitated trevor simeon last week or semen how do you say oh, his name yeah i so I, I think he got flagged on it but he literally killed him he ran up the middle and clotheslined him like the friggin' undertaker and uh 
it was like the craziest hit I've ever seen. Mike Reese tweeted it was like, here's what you get to look out for. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you might want to look out for that. Um, they got a really young, athletic, tough D. I mean, they give up. Uh, they don't give up a ton in the passing game. They got like un- undrafted rookies yeah, they, playing slots, but they're playing killer. Even in the games uh, they lose, it's always tight games. They lose down the stretch. They're the yeah, the, I mean, the Chargers have never really been, not since, I mean, Philip Rivers took over, that the Chargers have never really uh, beaten the Patriots. I mean, they've been through like a thousand head coaches over the times, but it's always been, San Diego's never been the tougher team. I mean, Breeze and Tomlinson beat them a couple times, um, but, you know, with Philip Rivers, I don't know, Belichick's always kind of had his number. Um, so they got a good I, I don't running know if game. Rivers has ever beaten. I know something. Brady I don't think he really has. We got a uh, we got a throwback game of the week right now. You want to hit oh, that? I will throw back. We'll throw it back. Remember this this little ditty. Very upset. No, because when you when you go to the middle of our field, oh, and you up. start doing, you know, the dance that Sean Merriman is known for. Bum. That's disrespectful to me, and I can't sit there and watch that. And so, yeah, I, w- I was very upset. And just the fact of the way they show no class at all, absolutely no class, and maybe it comes from their head coach. Maybe. So, you know, there you have it. Takes a shot at Belichick. Old classic LaDainian Thompson after his one seed 14-2 and two charges lose to the Patriots that had zero wide receivers 2006. Troy Brown, you know, they should have lost that game. And fucking Brady throws a pick in the end of the fourth quarter. Troy Brown ripped it out of the guy's hands, got the ball back, and they went and won it. Uh, this is crazy. One of the best playoff games ever. Yeah, uh, that was that wasn't the game that uh, LT was sitting on the sidelines, right? No, that was that, the year after. That was uh, or the year uh, No, no, no. That was the undefeated year. That was two thousand seven. Yeah. That was two years late. So, so this was two thousand six. Six when they lost to the Colts the next week. Yeah, two thousand seven. I believe. Well, maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. There was. Yeah, I thought it was two thousand seven. Tomlinson just didn't play. He sat on the on the bench, um, so yes, this was classic. Uh, Ladainian Tomlinson. They were after they beat him. They were doing the Sean Merriman dance on the on the fucking fifty yard line, and which is hilarious. By the way, his dumb lights out dance. Fuck him. He, we beat your ass. So fucking go home, and we can make fun of your dumb dance. If you won, you would have been doing your dance. None of the Patriots had a dance, but you could have done one of theirs. I mean, the Patriots do that shit all the time when they win, and Belichick doesn't say anything. I mean, I remember when Corey Dillon, when they beat the Steelers in the AFC Championship game, he was he stole the terrible towels and was fucking waving them and then stomping on them. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious shit. Yeah. That's what happens when you win. You can't talk shit forever. Say you're the greatest team, which the fucking Chargers that year were talking shit how great they were yeah. constantly. That was the year LT broke the rushing record, right? He had yeah, like he was 38 touchdowns or something. Yeah, and they just shut his ass down the yeah. whole game and won the game. It was weird. Well, uh, we had a nice little write-up. Should have won the AFC Championship game, uh, too. An old-school write-up from my boy John Clayton, with who also has one of the best ESPN commercials. But also a, a well-renowned, world-renowned Patriots hater. Hater, really? Yeah. Well, not from this first paragraph where he says, uh, he says, Sunday's divisional game between the Chargers and Patriots was a clinic in why Bill Bel- Belichick Brady Ball is a Super Bowl success and Marty Ball continues to fail flat, fall flat in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, Marty Schottenheimer could never win a fucking game, and Belichick just ate everybody alive. I mean, It really is. I mean, it's the same formula. I think basically say Pats are down 14-3, get a touchdown to end the half when pretty much the offense did nothing all first half. Then they completely abandoned their 
uh, two tight end formula that the Pats were trying to get going. No running game was going. They just went three wide, and Brady threw the ball like 33 times in the second half to come back and win. Yeah. I mean, they should have lost, too. They, he Brady threw a pick at the end, and Troy Brown saved the game. He ripped it out of the safety's hands and uh, got the ball back, and they scored a touchdown or field goal, whatever they did. I don't remember it that, that well. A but. field goal to end the game. Yeah, they tied it up on a touchdown, and Goskowski might have been his first year, rookie Goskowski. Hit a field goal to tie the game. To uh, yeah, probably it was. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, so I think uh, the Patriots are going to win this game, thirty-three seventeen. What do you think? What do you got? I'm actually dropping my number. I've been high on them all. I don't think they have to run the ball in order for their offense to work. And I'm going to put this one at a. Uh, Patriots haven't I'm been scoring high lately. Twenty-two to 22? nineteen. Hate that number twenty two. I don't even know if you can get that in football. Can you? Uh, yeah, you never know. They'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get a couple of safeties. Yeah, maybe go for two out of nowhere just to stick it to them. Yeah, they got to go for two at some point. Um, yeah, so I think we both like him. I think I think they cover. Uh, the defense I think is going to take a step back this week though, because with the high tower injury and uh, you know you don't know if Malcolm Brown's going to play. Who you know he's playing under the radar great right now. So you never know what's going to happen. So I just. What's up? I just think they're gonna. If this is has a Pats have a lead in a classic Phil Rivers comeback. You're gonna be sweating out the entire fourth quarter until he throws his pick with about three minutes left. To, to run Harmon, yeah, way deep in center field. Uh, so let's do our panic buttons of the week. I don't have a bit, but uh, I don't have any sound. So my panic buttons of the week. First, number one, Dante Hightower injury. How's it gonna affect the defense? This is uh this has to be a big panic button. How many? How many? I'm giving it two panic. Buttons I would say right two. Now. Two seems like a reasonable Makes number. Makes me nervous. Yeah. Double panic button. Double panic button. Next, Chung fighting the media. Media are on high alert. Love it. Uh, they're gonna go after Chung next. They're gonna, you know, he's gonna be a target now. Patrick Chung. I'm gonna give him. I would just say two Yo, panic. Fuck you guys, motherfuckers. Really, the media is getting the panic button. They're getting two panic buttons for being babies. They do. Yeah. know a uh, a female reporter who's uh my friend's cousin oh, who, yeah she's pretty she's pretty hot for the patriots but uh back when cam newton said that thing about like how women don't know how to hear women talk about routes is just yeah. funny to him she wrote like this wicked long thing on instagram it was like three pages long about right, how too long didn't yeah. read that's how it wrote under. she is too fucking long didn't read she's gorgeous she's absolutely and it's like well I mean, they only let hot women talk about routes because <laughs> there's no fat, chunky yeah. women who. No fat so I play with flag football with a girl on Sunday. They would never let that girl yeah. walk into the locker room and talk about routes. Um, so when Devin Funches <laughs> ran the square out, do you think that that was a good ninety degree? Sh- All right, and then everybody would laugh at her. Yeah. So you go to Popeyes and have a fried chicken sandwich. Shut the fuck up. But when you're uh, hot, you're allowed to talk about as many routes as you want. <laughs> that's a, that's a one caveat. In the next. Stefan Gilmore's brain. How nervous are you? Missed two games. Came back today. Was in the dark room for two weeks. Now, some people speculate fake concussion. Ooh, just to give him like time to study the playbook and stuff like that. Something. Who knows? Mm. Maybe a a a, a, vin, a fake benching, as they would say, a fake benching. Well, here's the, I think you couldn't do that because the it, NFLPA would be on your ass. Would, only, he's losing per game uh, payment. So no, you don't. Not if you're hurt, you don't get. Yeah, if you're not on the like the uh, active roster of the game, you don't get a bonus or whatever. So. Oh, 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 I think he. I would say he. 
I don't know. We'll see. I think we'll see if the front seven getting better helps. You know the secondary, but I'm I'm not really too confident in him. So I'm gonna give him I'm giving him one panic button. I'm panicking on his brain as well. One panic button. Yeah. Uh, next, the last one. Patriots pyrotechnics. Uh, three panic buttons. Can't yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Keeping the smoke in the stadium, fogging it up. Got made it hard for the deep ball. Yeah. That's three panic buttons for the pyro the pyrotechnic team at uh, Gillette Stadium. Classic. Uh, now, once Belichick figures out how to finally tilt that CBS scene screen towards him, oh yeah, uh, that's another one of my all-time favorite uh, conspiracy theories of the Patriots. Is uh, that they, he watches that, the game. That he watches the game on the CBS scene screen, that's which a good you can't one. see. Yeah, uh, they that's a good one. It's almost as good as them just bugging the other team's locker room, which they do every yeah. week. There I think a, that's the best formula to win. There was a picture this this week came out that was uh, of the Steelers after during the AFC Championship game. Uh, after you know, after they left for halftime, either they left for halftime or they were left for the first quarter. They uh, they bolted and locked their uh, with a chain their doors to the <laughs> locker room. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! How uh, in your head are you all already? It like, really is. Belichick is in your fucking yeah, head. They can so never hard. win in Gillette. Yeah, they, they can't. That's one team I'm never going to be worried about. Is no. the Steelers. Anytime they come to the uh, Gillette Stadium, they've lost already because yeah. of that one chain that was on the. That's that was an admittance of defeat. Yeah, that's that is just that it's is over. that is. Falcons complaining of fireworks level fucking it's, insanity. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it's, it's a, that's it's, a good one though. Belichick really has created this aura of fucking craziness over people. He's just cat. He owns so much real estate in everybody's brain that they can't they can't function. They just collapse it within themselves. So um, that's I, it. That's all I, I do got have. A, I have a quick shout out. I have a Ooh. shout out to uh, a couple of our uh, Kiwi out, listeners. Out. I don't, I don't out, know the Kiwis are New Zealanders, right? Kiwis, that's correct. Aussie would be Aussies. I got a couple of Aussie listeners. I have a few. There's a f- hey, we have a nice. Hey, hold on. Good day, mate. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Huh? Throw another get, shrimp on. The- you guys know the crocodile Dundee? Or, all right. We'll just. Uh, oof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was good. We needed that. No, but I do Comic know. relief. I do know. We have a couple of listeners down there. I got an Instagram message. Shout out, uh, shout out, shout out, shout out. Yeah, I got a I got a cousin down there. Oh, oh, hey, hey, cousin. Also, he lives with a couple of roommates who happen to be a couple who listen to the Malcolm Go podcast. I don't really know much about them, but from what I can gather, they seem like the type of, type of couple that would have like a tandem Instagram account. Like, oh no, oh the Kate and Adrian the Instagram. Girl, the, the, yeah, the, the girl like walking and the guys ha- like they're holding hands. Yeah. And every he has, picture of them he has to take a picture yeah. of them holding hands while she's walking to the beach. They definitely lock arms when they drink beers together oh, in the bars sh- and. Yeah, there's definitely a picture on them doing the, uh, doing the, uh, oh, what the fuck is that movie? When the two dogs are eating the spaghetti and they lock the lips at the end. <laughs> Leading the trip. Leading the, I want hey, to where say, are the tra- white women at? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, but yeah, so I'm just saying, we'll, we're going to say shout out, but I have a sneaky suspicion that their Instagram account is a couple's Instagram account. Dual from, couple's From account. what I can tell. Classic. Any plugs? I had no plugs. I might be on the road real soon. Got a new gig. Oh shit! I didn't even tell you. I might. What? I'm, I might be doing this via Big Skype news. real soon. Do what? I might be doing this via Skype. You can't Skype. What do you mean Skype? We might have to Skype. Come, uh, come post Thanksgiving. I might get. get a road I might show? have a new gig. The ice. 
ice business is over. We're out the ice game, and uh, you out the out the ice game. I'm I'm actually I'm going ice tangent. All right? it? <laughs> so I get a new job. It's it's not completely out the ice game. It's a little artificial ice biz. I might be getting myself it's into dry ice. Going straight dry yeah. ice now. Taking my comedy on the road. Maybe mix it up. Do some new shows. Different towns. Well, that's good to hear. It's good because you can only bomb in Boston for so long yeah. until you need to bomb in a different city. That's cool that you could just drop a, a podcast ender on me like that. The end, well, I did, the end of the podcast. It just okay. dawned on me that I was like, it's not it's Wait, not official. It's good. It just dawned on me that I got to ruin the show right now. Yeah. Four, we'll get four to five weeks out. So right when the Patriots get hot, right when the podcast starts gaining some steam, getting into the playoffs, drop I'm going to bail out. And I love that move. Dom and Vince will come in and get all the praise for the, the end of well, the we'll season. We'll get California back if Vince comes. I like that. Oh, uh, hell yeah. That's my California uh, California guy. So anyway, um, loving the mail that we've been getting on Instagram. I'm on uh, MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. Loving the mail, the feedback. From uh, all over the place, California, Montana, Canada. We should answer Noah's uh, question. Japan. He didn't have a question this week. Well, he did ask a question. He what's asked, the toughest game? Asked, what's the toughest? What's the toughest upcoming game? Oakland or Denver? Denver looks like shit. I'm gonna answer it quick. Denver looks like shit. Uh, Oakland on the road in Mexico is basically a home game for Mexico uh, for Oakland because all their fans are Mexican. So um, they're going to. That's gonna be the toughest game. I think it's gonna be. I'm not worried about any defense. I'm not worried about any defense anywhere. I'm worried really? about I'm not worried about any defense stopping a Patriots offense. I'm worried about playing a decent defense with a good or great offense like the like the Falcons had or like the Raiders or will have or the Bills these teams. I'm worried about that. I'm not worried about a team that has a below average offense and a elite defense. I'm much more scared of Denver. Denver just got shut out by the Chargers at home. That that'll happen. So you you have a down game in a divisional game. I don't. I'm scared of a a front a front seven like Denver's with the running game. Bad quarterback can beat the Patriots. It's not necessarily. It's they're big receivers. It's gonna be tough to stop. I'm a little more nervous about well, the. Uh, you're gonna learn a lot about the Patriots in those games. I'm telling you, they have like six road games out of seven. It's like, yeah. Like at at Mexico and the Raiders at the Broncos at the Steelers at Buffalo and then they'll have like one home against Miami and then back to Buffalo and then back then out to Miami. Uh, they have a lot of road games in the second half of the season, so you're gonna learn a lot about the team. That's gonna make make or break that road trip, that roadie. So it's gonna be tons of fucking black hole down in Mexico, all dressed like luchadors mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's how they dress mo- anyways. They yeah, wear those matter. like what that. What is that thing called? Where they, every girl now wears it on uh, Halloween. You see it all over. It's devil, like a white face. Devil horns. Yeah, it's not like a skeleton, but it's like a white face with like black around the on the face and like. It's like oh, a Mexico religious uh, the thing. Dead, the, the dead. The, yeah, the night of the dead or something. Yeah. The week of the dead. I forget what they call. They're them. all gonna be dressed Sugar like skull that. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah, I guess like maybe that. not. Maybe that's a very religious like thing. Dressed like animal and hawk from yeah. WWF. Um, so anyway. Yeah, been getting a lot of good mail. Keep it up. Keep uh, firing in the keep questions. Keep firing in the questions in the comments at MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. Also, MalcolmGoPod on Twitter, MalcolmGoPodcast. I should probably make this all one name, but MalcolmGoPodcast on Instagram. And again, at Brady Disciple on Twitter, which is a uh, my full account, which is where I tweet, do all my tweeting from. So, And but, Noah, answer the question, was I right when I speculated about that you're just a... Uh, a surfer from California when I ripped her earlier a couple of weeks ago. Just it's fire an email back. Say if I was 50% right. Just be a man yeah, about it. Answer it. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your friends. Everybody, comment. We're on Laughable, by the way. If you want to find it, it's on Laughable, too. The Laughable app for uh, comedians or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. It's a new app. 
What is it's it? It's a podcast app that you it's can search app. based off the comedians that are based off the podcast. Wouldn't call myself a comedian, but uh, oh, the podcaster. Hey, they came. Right. They came looking for me. So guess what? Now I can go podcast and now on laughable. So get after it. Listen to it. Uh, go Pats. Go Pats. Go. Do your job. All right. Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Staff receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.